God bless you on tonight. <clears throat> We're grateful to be in the house of the Lord virtually. Um, once again, um, tonight we pray that you are had a great day. We pray that you are still having a great day. We pray that you can, um, like and share this video and comment on the, on our Bible study tonight. We pray that you would uh, interact with us um, as well on tonight. Let us pray. Father, we thank you now for this time. We thank you for this Bible study. We pray you would bless us and keep us now, Father. We pray we grow in your word and that we continue to be the Christians, the disciples in the church, the followers of Christ that you would desire us to be. Bless us and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray we ask it all. Amen. Tonight we want to look at Proverbs um, chapter 1 verses 10 through 12 and this is what it says it says my son if sinners entice you do not consent if they say come with us let us lie in wait for blood let us ambush the innocent without reason like shield let us swallow them alive and whole like those who go down to the pit and tonight we want to talk about don't get messed up and I want to open this by asking a question. What is worth losing to you? What is worth losing to you? There are those things and there are those moments in a person's life that they have to really come to that conclusion and resolution to really understand and really see what is worth risking and, work, and what is worth losing for you. Anybody can look at something with one viewpoint, but there are those moments that we have to look at some stuff and see it for what it is and what it isn't. Some stuff we have to look at and see it for what it is and what it isn't. Everything that looks good and appealing is not. Everything that looks good and is appealing is not. And as you go through life and as you continue to live, we always have to be on guard. You have to always be on guard. And because and you have to be on guard because you can get caught up and don't even know what and how you did. You have to be on guard because you can easily, and I do mean easily, you can easily get caught up. And that's why you have to be on guard. Because there are those moments that you have to be on your watch and guard. And when things, and watch this, when things don't feel right, when things don't feel good, and when you have an uneasiness in your spirit, those are moments that you have to back away and move away. When things don't feel right, when things don't feel good, and when you have an uneasiness in your spirit, those are the moments and times that you have to back away and move away. You have to move sometimes and you have to see that if you know, watch this, if you know something isn't right and when you know that something doesn't fit you, it is time to break away and break apart. When you know something isn't right, when you know something doesn't fit you, when you know something is not cool, when you know something is not fulfilling, and when you know something is not morally right and morally clean and spiritually right and spiritually clean, and when you know and when you know something is not going to, when you know something is not going to be have God's approval, those are the times and those are the moments that you have to move away 
because there have been more wrong decisions made all because some people didn't get away when they had the chance. There have been more wrong decisions made all because some people didn't get away when they had the chance. And there are times you have to get away and you have to remember this. Not only do you have to get away, but you also have to remember this. Everything that has an opening doesn't mean that you should walk through the door. Everything that has an opening doesn't mean that you should walk through that door. Every door isn't meant for you. And every door you shouldn't walk through, especially when you are saved and when you are when you are saved and when you are a Christian, when you are a Christian, you see and know I can't put myself in some of these things because watch this, there are some risks I can't take. There are some risks that I can't take. There are some risks that you can't take. And that's why we have to understand and see as we walk with God, as we follow God, and as we serve God, and as we live for God, there are some things in our lives, there are some things in our walk with God that we have to see and understand. It's not worth me getting involved. It's not worth me messing up. And it's certainly not worth me having to deal with the consequences because some risk I should not take. There are risks that you shouldn't take when you are a Christian. And, be, and watch this. And because you are a Christian, you should not want to put yourself in a position that you will later regret. There are some risks you shouldn't take as a Christian. And because you are a Christian, you should not want to put yourself in a position that you will later regret. Somebody can say, I've put myself in some places. I've put myself in some positions to where I have had some regret, to where I, I, I wish I could take that back, to where I wish I didn't do that, to where I wish I would have I would have listened. And that's why you have to be careful of what you place yourself in. You have to be careful of what you invite in. And you have to be careful what you continue to let in when you know it's not clean and when you know it's not right and when you know it's not helping you but it's hurting you there are some things and some risk I can't take and can't involve myself in Solomon here is speaking with a concern and emotional language and Solomon is speaking to his son that when sinners come to try to get you to join them, don't consent and entertain them. This word sinners in the Hebrew means offender and criminal. This word entice in the Hebrew means to deceive, to be gullible and to persuade. This word consent in the Hebrew means to be willing. And this word come in the Hebrew means to proceed. This word lie in the Hebrew means lurk. And this word without in the Hebrew means without cause. And this word cause in the Hebrew means no purpose. Solomon is telling his son, don't get in with sinners that want to hurt the innocent and want to ambush and shed blood of innocent people. There is a penalty when you mistreat those who have done nothing wrong to you. 
And watch this. You have to be careful of what you try to do because everybody can't handle guilt. You have to be careful what you try to do because everybody cannot handle guilt. Guilt doesn't just go away and guilt doesn't just fade away. Everybody cannot handle guilt. And that's why you have to be careful of what you try to do, who you try to attack or who you try to get, a, get a, in alignment with. Everybody can't handle guilt. Everybody can't handle guilt and everybody can't handle the effect. And it should also come to a person. Why would you want to hurt somebody? Why would you want to hurt somebody? I told you, everybody can't handle guilt. So why would you want to hurt Somebody. In other words, why would you want to participate in hurting somebody? People that purposely gang up on others, be careful because the Lord is watching you and you don't know how it will come back on you. Be careful. You don't know how it'll come back on you. You don't know who, as I, as I said Sunday, you don't know who God has his hand on. You don't know. And you got to be careful of who you purposely or intentionally try to get at or hurt. Because you don't know how it will come back on you. Genesis chapter 9, verse 6, whoever sheds the blood of a man, my man shall his blood be shed, for God made man in his own image. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 29, do not plan evil against your neighbor who dwells trustingly beside you. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 33 to 35, the Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous toward the scorners he is scornful but to the humble he gives favor the wise will inherit honor but fools get disgrace proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 through 19 there are six things that the lord hates seven that are an abomination to him haughty eyes a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, who sows discord among the brothers. But you have to watch who you get. You have to watch what you get around or involved with. The Lord does watch. And there are those who want to plot and scheme, but don't think you have gotten away. Schemes, watch this, schemes and plots might work. But then the ones you plot and scheme with will turn on you when it comes down to saving each other's life. People will turn on you when it's when it when when it's you and them pinned up together. People will turn on you very quickly. Michael Vick can tell you that. He, he, the, the people he he bought cars for, clothes for, jewelry for, they all turn on him very quickly. Let them hanging out there by himself. There are people who will leave you hanging out there by yourself. And then they'll try to act like that they had nothing to do with it. They'll try to act like that it's a shock. They try to act like it's a surprise. They try to act like they didn't do anything wrong. They try to act like it was just you. The people that some the people, that's why you have to be careful. And Solomon has given us this advice not to even entertain or get caught up or get involved because you don't know how God will come back at you.
And I said, the ones you plot with, you can plot with somebody and scheme with somebody. But then they'll turn their back on you. Somebody, somebody that's watching and viewing all that knows about how people will turn their back on you and won't have any shame. People will do that. That's why we have to follow God, trust God, walk with God, and do what the word of God says and treat each other right and love on each other and show grace to each other, show kindness to each other, show mercy towards each other because people have a funny way of turning they, people have a funny way of turning their back on you or showing you their true colors. Because if it's between you and them, they'll always choose them before they choose you. And, and, and why plot and scheme? In other words, why plot and scheme and don't plot and scheme and then act surprised when it comes back on you? Uh-oh. The Lord watches what we do. The Lord watches what we text. The Lord hears our phone conversations. And the Lord watches what groups we get with. The, the Lord watches what we text. And the Lord watches what we, what we put in somebody's inbox. The Lord watches what we post. The Lord watches our group texts, our Chats. The Lord listens to our conversations, whether that's a phone conversation or FaceTime. God listens. God is watching. God is listening. Some groups can be and will be, if you're not careful, your downfall. And some groups that you want to associate with can be the reason that you have trouble and lose what you have. Some groups that you want to associate with can be the reason that you have trouble and lose what you have. So there, 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 there are those who can honestly open up and tell you that that there are some groups that they wish they never would have got involved with, hung around. That there are some groups they wish they would have never have given any energy to, because those groups are the ones that got them in trouble. That's why you have to always pray and ask God and have that discerning spirit and ask God, who, who's around me that needs to go? Who's around me that's not completing? Who's around me that doesn't have your power, doesn't have your anointing? Who's around me that in a sense is vile and is unclean who's around me that needs to depart because some groups can be your downfall president warren g harding he was president from 1921 to 1923 but during his whole term in office president harding he had his own immorality it's well known in the history books. But he also had this gang of friends called the Ohio Gang. And the Ohio Gang, when you read, you look up the history of the Ohio Gang, they were notorious for violations and getting in trouble, going before Congress, having court dates. And I believe some of them even went to jail all because they were doing what was wrong and not doing what was right. And what made it worse is Warren Harding is the president of the United States. He's in the highest office 
in the land, but he still has surrounded himself with people that are not right, not appropriate, not cool, not doing what they're supposed to do. And, 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 and why at the highest office would you keep the wrong people around? And this is what Warren Harding said. He said, I have no trouble with my enemies. I can take care of my enemies of the fight, oh, in a fight. But my friends, my friends, they're the ones who keep me walking the floor at night. He's more concerned about his friends than his enemies. He said he, he, the enemies don't concern him. It's his own friends, his own boys, his own group, he said, that keeps him walking the floor at night. And nobody is worth you stressing that much over. Nobody is worth you stressing to the point where you can't sleep. You can't eat. You can't enjoy life. You can't enjoy what God has given you. You can't enjoy the blessings of God. Nobody worth stressing that much over. If somebody's making you that stressed out, you just need to get out. Somebody making you that stressed out, you need to get out. Ain't nobody worth doing all that for. Because the company that you keep can bring life or they can bring death. The company that you keep can bring life or they can bring death. And you have to watch whose side you want to be on. You got to watch whose side you want to be on. Because, can I put it this way? You can only play with a snake for so long before it will eventually bite you. Hmm. I'm going to say it again. You can only play with a snake for so long before it will eventually bite you. Because what a, a snake will not bother you, but what snake, a big snake will do, a snake, it'll size you up. And not only will it size you up, but then at the right moment, that is when that snake will attack and bite. It may not mess, it may not mess with a person now. And there have been those who have raised snakes as pets, and then they've raised them as pets for years and years. And then that one day that snake attacked them, bit them, and killed them. You can only play with a snake for so long before it sizes you up and bites you. That that will attack and bite. And it, it is possible and it could be true that there are times the snakes have gotten loose. Woo! And because the snakes have gotten loose, we have seen now that there are negative effects when you let the snakes out the cage. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. That's why you got to be careful. You got to be careful who you get with. Because there are some people that's just like a snake. They're sizing you up. They're ready to bite. They're ready to attack. There are people in our world that like snakes. They sizing things up. They're ready to attack. They're ready to bite. And that's why we have to make sure we are rooted and grounded in the word of God and that we have the right company, that we keep the right company, that we have what God wants us to have. Because then, because if we don't, and we get with the wrong influences, the snakes get out. It becomes poisonous. It becomes toxic. We see it every day in our world. We see crimes. We see. We see. We we we, we see. We we see hurting. We see abuse. Is it possible? that we've let the snakes out the cage. 
whether that's in our schools, in our politics, in our homes. Have we let the snakes out the cage? Because God is giving us this same word and warning that we have to really view and look at this in our lives and that is to see that there is a reason you don't mess with some people. There's a reason you don't mess with some people because they will mess you up. You don't mess with some people because they will mess you up. People will mess you up. People will hurt you. And people can be very toxic. And you will see and you will look at there are plenty of toxic people that roam around our world. They live around us. They eat with us. And they're the ones that sometimes we get too close to. Gotta be careful of those who you let get close to you. And, and, and this is and this is why. The thing with some people, and you can watch this, you can tell how a person is by what they say and what they propose. When a per when a person knows you are serving God but they still want you to do something wrong. That is somebody that is dangerous to be around. When they know you're serving God, when they know you love God, when they know you trust God, when they know you love to praise, you love to worship, and they still want to try to tell you to do this, they still want to try to tell you to do that, you be careful and watchful of those who try to get in your path and get in your way. You got to watch those who know you are serving God and still want to try to get you to do something that you know is not right and not correct. If a person knows that you don't like doing this and you don't like doing that, then why have that around me? Why put that in my face? Or why even try to make me come with you to where that immoral thing is around me? If you know I don't like it, if you know I'm not with it, if you know I'm not down with it, why put it in my face? That's one of the problems high school athletes have. It's one of the problems college athletes have, professional athletes. They know what is right and what's not right, but they still let things come to them that's not fulfilling. But when, but, but, but when people know what you don't like and they still tempt you, why would you, why would we allow ourselves to have any type of connection or relationship with those who that we know have these type of activities and actions. There are some relationships and connections that you need to get away from. And we see it that there are those who have those these wrong connections and then get mad when people don't want to help them because they didn't listen. You ever try to tell a person they need to stay away from this person and they didn't listen? You weren't trying to be judgmental, but you were trying to tell them that the, the, the Lord, the Lord was, was showing you something or revealing to you something. You were trying to tell them, you were trying to speak this to them, but they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't abide. Then all of a sudden, they may have said something mean to you or said something nasty to you. And it hurt you. Then all of a sudden, it was done. 
it was over. And then they realized that all you were doing was trying to help them. But you have to be careful of words you speak. You can't take words back. And you got to be careful what you say. Because people have great memories, especially when they've been hurt. Be careful what you say, because people have great memories, especially when they've been hurt. And there are those times that people find themselves in these situations that they want to get out. They want to get out of it, but they're in too deep. Because when you don't want to listen to the right advice, you always find yourself walking down the wrong road. When you don't want to listen to the right advice, you always find yourself walking down the wrong road. There is advice that is there for you. But if you don't take it, that is your choice. But then you can't decide to play the blame game when you get caught and do you find yourself have to, having to serve a sentence and penalty? Because wrong, wrong deeds will always get found out. Wrong deeds will always get found out. And let me say this. Lord, the Lord is just speaking. Wrong deeds always get found out. And there are people who will sell you out to take you down with them. There are people who will sell you out to take you down with them. There are people that will, that will act like you were always with them, but that is when you have to realize some people don't care. Uh, some people don't care about you like you think they do. Some people don't care about you like you think they do. Some people care about you when you help them do wrong. Then the same people that you thought cared about you and the same people that you thought were with you are the same people that will forget about you because once they get you hooked, they will throw you out once you get their food. The same people that you thought cared about you and the same people that you thought were with you are the same people that will forget about you because once they get you hooked, they'll throw you out into the water. They'll throw you out into the ocean. They'll throw you out into the lake. And once you get them their food, they'll toss you away. Matthew chapter 27, verses 3 through 7. Then, then when Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and the elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They said, what is that to us? See to it yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver into the temple, he departed and he went and he hanged and hanged himself. But the chief priest, taking the pieces of silver, said, it is not lawful to put them into the treasury since it is blood money. So they took counsel and brought with them the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Judas got with the wrong crowd and hung himself. And then he saw what he did. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 through 34. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Wake up from your drunken stupor as is right and do not go on sinning for some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness? Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20 through 21, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. 
Disaster pursues sinners, but the righteous are rewarded with good. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 1 and 2. Be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their hearts devise violence, and their lips talk of trouble. This word swallow in the Hebrew means to eat up and destroy. This word shield in the Hebrew means place of no return and without praise of God and wicked. This word whole in the Hebrew means entire and complete. This word down in the Hebrew means descending. And this word pit in the Hebrew means sister, cistern or dungeon. And there's something else. One thing that you will always see and notice is that sinners are never satisfied. And because they are never satisfied, they will not rest until they have complete domination and that complete destruction has occurred. Reminds me of that movie, Set It Off, with Vivica Fox and Queen Latifah, Kimberly Elise, and Jada Pinkett Smith, when they were tired of working for Luther, the character of Luther, when they were doing a cleaning business, of course, Vivica Fox lost her job as a bank teller. She had to work with them. And then they robbed the bank. The problem was they weren't satisfied. They kept robbing banks, kept robbing banks, until finally, you saw at the end of the movie, Three of the women died, got shot, lost their lives. They were never satisfied. And that's the thing. Sinners are never satisfied. They are never satisfied. They are never happy. And they are always trying to get another angle, trying to get more and more. Wicked people are like that. They always are trying to get more and more and more. Wicked people are never satisfied. And watch this. Wicked people are never satisfied. And, and wicked people are never happy until they mess everything up. Wicked people are never satisfied and they're never happy until they mess everything up. They are never happy. They are never happy until they see everything crumble, and that is the other thing that you want to see. And even in void is that you always see real people when they want something. You always see a real person when they want something. When people want something. There are going to be people who work for it and strive to obtain it. Then there is that other side as well. And that side is that you have those people who won't work, but will want to take it from those that have worked hard. Something wrong with that. When, when, when you have those who are purposely and intentionally mugging and robbing, but won't go get a job. It's hiring signs everywhere. There are jobs everywhere. At this moment. But you see that there are those who are not trying to do anything but just want to hurt innocent people. There are always people that never want to put in the work, but they just want to reap the benefits of the work that was done. And, and they never want to put in the work that it takes to maintain. All some people want is just the, the they, the, they just want the, the riches. They just want the blessing or they, or they just want, they just want the sweet stuff. But they don't want to put any work when during the hard stuff. Work has to be done. Things don't come easy or for free. And even if they do, not everything will come that way. You have to put in the work. You got to put in the work. 
in Oklahoma right now, and I hate it, but they're doing it. I hate construction. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Especially if I'm driving to Texas and I'm on I-35, because sometimes they have it down to one lane. I was in Texas not that long ago, a couple weeks ago for a conference, and literally had to take a detour. And normally I can get to Texas in about two hours and 30 minutes, 45. I'm not going to tell you how I can get there that quick. Just know I can get there. Uh, but, but this last time, I mean, it was detours everywhere. And so what took me a normal two to two and a half, maybe three hour at the most trip, literally took me like over four hours just to get to Fort Worth because of all of the construction. Now, I was finally glad. Of course, I was worn out. I was tired and had to get up the next morning, get ready for a conference. But I was worn out. But the thing is, is that we had a conference. They're putting in work. They're they're doing this for they're doing this for the 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 state, the city to make beer lanes. They had to put in the work. You don't get that, but you don't get that if nobody puts in the work. There should always be people that will put in the work and not try to mess up or take something away from somebody else, but put in the time put in the work and put in the effort so that you have something for yourself. It's about putting in the time and effort in order to do that. Give it your all, but don't allow the wrong people to creep into your life and creep into your mind that are always trying to take, but not trying to build in work. Proverbs chapter 10, verse four, slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Proverbs chapter 12, Proverbs chapter 12, verses 22 through 24. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaims folly. The hand of the diligent will rule, while the slothful will be put to forced labor. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3 through 6. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless keeps his way straight, but the wicked falls by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the treacherous are taken captive by their lust. And this is what is real. And this is what is true. We have to always follow the word of God, follow the commands of God, and follow after what God is saying and not to get in anything that is not pleasing in his sight. Because some stuff I don't need to get with or involve myself in. That's why I won't allow myself to be caught up. But I will follow after what the after what the Lord is saying. And because I am following what the Lord is saying and what the Lord is telling me to do, then I will follow that direction, that word, and do what the Lord has told me to do. Do what God says. And if you know that God would wouldn't approve of it, don't put yourself in that position. You know God doesn't approve of it. Don't even put yourself in that position because it's not worth it. There are some things that are just not worth it. There are some things that you can't get back. And that's why you should never make things harder on yourself. Some things you can't get back and you shouldn't make it hard on yourself. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with pleasure. Enjoy yourself, but behold, this also was vanity. I said of laughter, it is mad and of pleasure. What use is it? 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to to endure. God will give you strength. God will give you power. And God will help you overcome anything that comes your way. But make sure 
You follow God, pray to God, seek God, and don't get involved in the wrong stuff. Don't get with the wrong crowd and don't get with the wrong people because it's not fulfilling you. It's just giving you more headaches and problems. And you ought to say, I want peace. I want the peace of God. And I don't want to put myself in anything that's going to cause problems, issues, and regret. Father, thank you now for this word. Thank you for what you've spoken to us tonight. We pray you will bless us on tonight. We pray you allow us to continue to grow. We pray you allow us to continue to be the servants that you called us to be. We pray that we would um, not be in anything that is not of you, not be around anything that is not of you. Block, block us from anything that is not pleasing in your sight, Father. We pray that we would just touch our world, touch our country, touch our nation, God, in the name of of Jesus Christ. Just bless us and keep us, God, that we be godly, that we be fruitful, and that we continue to follow you and trust in you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Have thine own way, God, and we praise you, and we honor you, and we bless you even now, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Do we pray and we ask it all. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this Bible study. Continue to like, share, and comment. Um, we pray you've been blessed tonight. Um, we pray that um, something has been said that has helped you in your spiritual walk as well. You can continue to join us for our Bible studies every week, and we thank you, and we look forward to seeing you. So God bless you, and God keep you as our prayer. Have a great evening.